0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 50 of the spoilercast.
1: Big um, Five O! Yo! Yeah! Semi-legit!
2: Started from the yeah. bottom, now
1: we're here. <laughs> Still on the bottom. But that's okay. <laughs>
2: exactly. It's more fun this way.
0: You get invited to more interesting parties. Thank you for joining us on our golden anniversary. Grab the champagne and join me, Dan. Uh join Tristan. Yo! Barra. Hiya! And Allie.
3: Scree! <laughs> <laughs>
0: On our fantastical, phantasmagorical journey through Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild.
2: Indeed. And I am very excited for this because even though I have not played Breath of the Wild, I know Dan's beautiful love of all things Zelda yeah. and of this game. So basically I'm just going to be like sitting back and watching the joy in this late 20s child's eyes as he explains why this is a wonderful game.
0: And really quick, before we get into that, what so what is the spoiler cast? If you're just listening for the first time, the spoiler cast is your. Uh, we either cover movies or games or something that you can spoil. We've um, some of us have, have you know played it through or watched it through to completion. <laughs> Much easier with a movie than with a game, and we basically talk about it in depth. Um, we spoil everything, but the idea is that you know you've you've seen it, you've played it, and you want to hear like that sort of, sort of conversation as opposed to that NDA sort of review, um, that you might get elsewhere. So with that, um, I think we should start this episode by talking about what we've been playing because it's been a a few weeks since we did a cast about games. We've done a few movies lately with guardians of the galaxy Two, and uh, actually a show with Samurai Jack. Um, so, um, I'll just randomize it. Uh, Ali, what have you been playing?
4: What was the question professor? What
2: What have you been playing lately?
4: Uh, to be honest, not that much lately. I was on uh, a vacation for a while. I started, well, I picked up Zelda briefly, and then was like, eh. And then I picked it up again last week, so I'm not quite far into it, but I've seen a majority of it because my boyfriend has played, like, I think he end-of-game stats were like 80 hours until mm-hmm. completing the story.
0: Yeah. Woo.
4: He's not yep. going to find oh. all the Koroks. Nope, neither am I. There's like 900 of them. I don't there know anybody who has. It's like 900 and something. It's a lot. So it's mostly yep. just been that. And Overwatch still. Well, pl- pl- Forever no always. <laughs>
0: Plus, your reward for finding all nine hundred Koroks is a golden piece of poop. So.
4: Oh uh, yeah, forgot about that. In your inventory.
2: Wait, what? Really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is the spoiler cast. This is exciting. I <laughs> can talk about such things. That's amazing. Um, and then you've been playing Overwatch.
4: You said. Yes. Still awesome. forever
0: noise. Yes. Yes, and I—I I don't know. I think since the last time that we had our a cast about games, I actually didn't get a PC. But I did start running Windows on my Mac, Ooh. and I've been playing Overwatch as well on a personal computer.
2: And how does that different? Like, uh, how much better is it to be, like, mouse and uh, keyboarding it? A bazillion times better.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's like no, a whole different... The meta
1: is very different. Yeah, it's the like a whole... And PC. Yeah,
0: it's a whole different experience, to be honest with you. Um, and I actually, Ali, uh, a few weeks ago, I, I even caught a live stream of, of you guys playing against um another another uh team there
3: thanks
0: it was really cool you guys are way better than i am (laughs) (laughs) what's Um, the name
2: of your team again ellie what was that vera what's the name of your team again so we can get a team
4: Eris, and it's um a team there's eight teams now we just added a new team in the uh, death it's the clan is called death blossoms and we're all named after plant flowers Nice. And
0: what was the name of the people you were up against? The teams you were Uh, up
4: against? It was another clan called um, Ganymede's Girls.
0: Right, that's right.
4: And and it was just kind of a mix of them. They have separate teams now. They have four teams, I think, and they're all based on uh, constellations.
0: Solid. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, Overwatch on PC is so radically different than than console. Different characters excel where others don't um i play mostly support so i've been playing a lot of anna and a lot of mercy um
1: support your supports kids
0: yeah mm-hmm. um, and you're a mercy player too right
3: Mhm.
4: yes
0: for the most yeah for the most, for part, the most part
4: i so, would like to get good at anna but that's a long ways to go
0: yeah i I, I love playing Azana, but I looked at my. And I thought it was doing okay, and then I looked at my win loss record with her, and it's not good at all. So. Um,
1: well, that, that doesn't really mean that you aren't necessarily good at Ana. It may just mean that you were t- paired with bad teams.
0: Yeah, also, I haven't gotten to level 25 yet, because I haven't had it for very long. So I haven't been able to play like with actual people who want to take it seriously or competitively. I'm still playing quick play.
3: Yeah.
0: Because in Overwatch, you have to get to level 25 before you can actually start playing competitively. Yep.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. On the plus side, though, it means that you're at the. You're still at the point in the game where you can experiment with stupid strategies.
0: Right. I, I actually, th- th- this is gonna throw us off and probably too much of a tangent, but I really do like their approach to competitive play because I think that it, it it's a grind, especially if you're not playing every night to get to level 25. But it means that you've actually committed yourself and played a mm-hmm. lot of Overwatch, and when you get to the competitive scene, you know how to play. You know what a majority of the characters do to some degree and you can kind of get in and have fun with it so, so I like basically,
2: it basically and unlike a traditional ladder system it's you're always it's you have to really well I guess it works with ladder systems in general where you're paired up against better folks but it really means that like there's all, everyone's going to be about the same yeah. floor in order to because of how long it takes to get there. Yeah, I, I
1: have seen some very one-sided matchmaking matchmaking uh, where it's like these where like this team has like Four diamonds and one gold on them against a team of all golds. Right. That's not at, exactly a fair
0: matchup, guys. At that level, yeah, but at my level, and I don't know what Allie's level's like, but at my level, that's not really a problem.
4: Yeah, right I'm, now, the, I'm like yeah. mid to high silver at this point only because I do not enjoy solo queuing. No. I really wish I could get into solo queuing. It's like, I just want to pass this threshold that is silver and gold. To get into platinum, I feel like once I get to platinum, people will stop being less of a bunch of dickheads. But maybe that's not the case. There's dickheads at every rank. Yeah.
2: So, uh, so Allie, when you get to platinum, are we going to have a special celebratory spoiler cast where uh, you describe the road it took to get to platinum?
4: I'm just gonna lay down and cry. <laughs> Aww.
1: no, no, no popping of champagne. No. So, pro tip right now. Is that right now? What is seriously unbalanced in the meta are barriers. Take an Arissa, take a Winston, and take a Reinhardt. Triple shields, mm-hmm. and by the time I your mean, enemy takes down one of them, the third one of you has their shield back up. It's like I've seen this strat played out in competitive, and there's almost no counter to it. It's terrifying. What
4: rank though? <laughs>
1: Uh, this was, like, Grandmaster
4: rank. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. I figured that you could just get That actually in.
4: really surprises me.
0: Yeah, I figured you could just get re- right inside with those characters, because they don't have high damage output.
1: Right, the one, like, real counter to that is a decent uh, Reaper, mm. but he's not really kind of in the Grandmaster meta. He is right now, there. I think. He right? is now. He is now, because he got a big buff. Yeah. But...
4: He's a fucking vampire, essentially. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'ma steal your lifeblood. So,
0: so, Vera, the way the way Reaper used to work is when you killed a player, they mm-hmm. would drop like a an orb that only Reaper could pick up, mm-hmm. where it basically heals yeah. heals you a, a good deal. Now, I think it's just twenty percent of all damage you deal, you, you get just back heals as well.
2: Wow. That's really OP. Right, yeah. so
0: if you deal 100 damage to a character, you get 20, uh, 20 health back.
2: So basically, it like, just allows you for those up-close-to-personal, just, like, berserk chains.
0: Right, which is why he's a good counter to these shield, the shield meta. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I can't imagine why, like, a Genji or some other guys would be decent meta against those those characters. I mean, they...
2: also, couldn't you just, like, get a Widowmaker in good position and then just, like, headshot it through? No, because no. they have a barrier. Uh, you, have to break,
0: you have to destroy the barrier.
2: Oh yep. and the Widowmaker rifle isn't powerful it, enough
1: to break through a barrier unmolested?
0: Well n- no, but it eventually yep. it would just the shatter that, the barriers. Yeah, the
1: reason right. Genji isn't a counter to that though, is because of uh, Reinhardt and Winston.
0: Yeah, but you could just get in and out.
1: Right. But but you can't but a Genji can't deflect either of their attacks.
0: Yeah, but he can come in and slice and dice and get right, out of
1: there. Right, but on two on one, the low health of a Genji means when he gets too close to the Winston that Winston's going to just zap him. Yeah. Well. And then the Reinhardt will finish him off if you're playing accurately. You no, know, mm-hmm. I have seen I have seen grandmaster plays of the triple barrier on carts where the Winston did nothing. Literally the Winston sat on the cart doing the dancing emote in grandmaster plays protected by three barriers and they could not dislodge him. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, to be fair, it sounds it sounds like a very powerful play, and if it keeps up, something's gonna get nerfed. Yeah, they they they're good about something's
1: that. gonna get nerfed. Well, the big thing was they dropped uh, the recharge time on Arissa's barrier. Mm-hmm. That was the big thing that made this actually super viable. Oh, so they're already beginning to fix it. Well, they that broke it. That's what oh, allowed it. That's what really allowed. Oh,
2: oh, oh. Ah, Any, stuff. Anyway. video so. games.
0: Video uh, game. <laughs> Allie, was there anything else you wanted to add to what you've been playing at all?
4: No, I mean that's basically the two things.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Bara, you were playing some card game, right?
2: Right. Uh, well, first I'll just do uh, the video game stuff. Uh, Tristan and I started Heart of the Swarm, and yep. you can uh, see that on our Three Head Boy VidMe channel.
1: Hashtag yep. Shameless. Uh, also yeah, YouTube. Always, always I uh, guess.
3: <laughs>
2: Not. Yeah, it's, uh, we're we're ba- we're betting that sinking ship as much as we can. But yeah, no, it's, a so that's, that's fun and enjoyable. And, uh, then in terms of something that I'd never done before, uh, I'm going through the Ace Attorney games, yep. which is also on Vidme and the YouTubes. And, uh, those were a lot of fun. Um, and yep, I
1: am uh, sort of, he's voice acting. I'm, I'm, I'm voice acting slash ghosting.
2: He, he, he's, he's, Tris has actually been pretty good at holding back. <laughs> <laughs> my, my pretty one fear time. with
1: you guys
0: doing that, that let's play. Yes. I mean. <laughs> Why don't you check behind the curtain? <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, 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 like... It, it, there, there's still, like, some subtle breaks that and I know Triss well enough that I can... Slash, slash, I think I'm an intuitive enough person that some, I figure it out from them. But, uh, it's getting better, and, like, they're, they're really fun games regardless. Oh, yeah, much. they are. Um, and,
1: and just to make it clear, I have not co- done any of my Phoenix Wright cosplays while playing the games. I've, I mean... It's too damn hot Now for I that. know
2: what I have to look forward to. I'm just gonna wake up one morning, and then just gonna be standing at the foot of my bed in Phoenix Wright cosplay. I'm like... Oh, Objection! Yeah. <laughs> You're not playing Phoenix <laughs> right, <laughs> right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, Table that escalated extraordinarily quickly.
2: Oh, always. This is the escalation show. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I and also went on show. vacation recently, and uh, when I was down, da- I was uh down at a a, a a game store that my friend works in in the city, in Brooklyn, and uh, one of the things games that I played down there, uh, I played the Star Wars RPG, the newest version of it, which is you know it's fun. And solid but what i really enjoyed was um, what game? This... tabletop
1: oh oh, okay. yeah it's a uh, tabletop uh, rpg Sorry.
2: for star wars no no it's all good um is this a game called gloom have you played gloom alley
4: Mm-mm. i so think it's... i've heard of it before though
2: yeah so it's a it's a card game and what you do is is that it's like you play one of uh four edward Gorey style gothic families and your goal is to uh, oh, have her- to, to play cards on your family members to make their lives miserable before killing them, <laughs> um, and also to play cards on your opponent's family members to make their lives better. And the game ends when every when one family is dead, and <laughs> then you calculate the scores based off the number of uh, dead, uh, the the negative in, in the dead family.
4: That sounds uh, amazing.
2: It's wonderful. Uh, there is apparently expansions to it. But even just like the core thing that we played is great, and even just one on one, well, it was fantastic. Uh, Shada got me both times, um, but uh, yeah, she's she she, she has the, the fire competition. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, that's um. Uh, so yeah, so that that's that's exciting, and I definitely definitely recommend it. Oh, recommend it because you know I mean. Card games, board games, etc. They're they're quite quite fun and enjoyable. And the nice thing is, you can do things like take them where there's no electricity. No. What We're is already, what? Oh.
0: It, describe that to me. Describe no electricity. What is that? What is that? mean? <laughs> <no electricity? laughs>
2: mystical bonding activity called camping, where you go. Out I just did woods. it. <laughs> I just went hiking. I
0: went to the white. I went to, uh, did Mount Washington last yeah. weekend. Oh, Song you pictures. did. Yeah.
2: I'm, I was I, I was playing doing Mount Washington this year. Man, it it cubed
0: my bastard. ass. It did. I've <laughs> never done Mount Washington before. <laughs>
2: I I prepared to have my ass kicked. I look. It,
0: tra- it is brutal, and I'm I and I'm a hiker that generally does not get
2: flapped by nice. by hikes. This was brutal. No, uh, we're I'm looking to try to submit all the highest peaks in New England this yep. year. Um, oh wow. So Mount Washington's and the one in Vermont and Maine are on the list. Yep. Should you wish to join me for the one in Rhode Island, it is very pleasant.
0: <laughs> Apparently,
3: <laughs> Compared and to- then we could get, eat calamari.
2: <laughs> 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 and then we
0: could have Rhode Island calamari. I went
4: hiking once. It was terrible. It
1: was? (laughs) I went hiking once. Once?
3: (laughs) No, that's not true. i was a Boy Scouts for seven years. I did a crap ton of hiking.
4: (laughs) We did forced, like, backpacking field trips for, like, three to four days in middle school, and it was the absolute worst. The campsite that we used every year, the water had, like, way too much sulfur in it, so it smelled like rotten eggs. And for some reason, the teachers were really obsessed with putting tang in the water, so we called it Egg food. Tang.
2: That's nice. really gross.
4: It was nasty.
2: Also, nice. a raccoon got
4: in my Latin teacher's tent because his legs were too long to fit inside the tent. <laughs> <laughs> This is gold. Anywho, video this games. This is
1: gold. <laughs> uh, my, my best story about that is the time I got uh, attacked
4: by a Tristan, I said anywho, uh, video games. It's... No,
0: no, 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 no. We're talking about Breath of the Wild, which is all about exploration. And exploration. Okay, about it's about camping. camping the it's board.
4: a great camping game. It's about hiking. Camping Simulator camping. 2017.
0: And about I, bonfires being actually,
2: lit. Actually, Epic Simulator does sound like a pretty, a game that is like, will alternate between like normal, like, Boredom to Zed like pleasure to oh my gosh terror and like basically just like the span of how you do your camping. Uh,
1: Yeah, but all that tent deals. Camping Simulator
4: 2017. Now we can finally answer the question of does a bear shit in the woods? (laughs) Yes,
1: yes we do.
2: Yes we do. (laughs) Uh,
4: No, I said a bear, not a bear. (laughs) I
1: was making a joke. It's
4: bad. Question
1: is: 10 points from Gryffindor does a bear in the woods pee standing up oh my god <laughs>
3: <Always>.
2: <laughs> so Tristan
1: what have you been playing lately uh okay so apart from Prey which we and the stuff we which I've been playing for the channel the stuff we've been playing Heart I of the Swarm and Ace I Attorney say. which I haven't really been playing I've been ghosting on like I said um I finished the main storyline of Persona 5 which we'll be talking about in a future
0: future, upcoming, cast. probably, spoiler cast.
1: If Dan would ever finish if it. If I can ever
0: finish it, but I'm not going to let that stop us from talking about it if I can't finish
1: it. You should finish you it. You should at least... <clears throat> so before we talk about it, you should at least get uh, get past the uh, flashback. Section. Okay. All right. So you should at least get back to the okay. point where you are in the jail cell talking with Say.
0: Okay. Sounds good. I'll, I mean, I'll,
1: there's still spoilers after that, but at least at that point you'll I'll, be I'll,
0: I'll get I'll get right to it. I got I got nothing but time the next this weekend because because uh, the girlfriend's away, so I will So now you
1: can play with digital bank. D-
0: dive in, yeah,
1: right. I tried going for rhyming. It's Just what it fell into my head. Alrighty then. Uh, apart from all those, apart from all those, um, I've picked up the Netrunner card game. Which is a reprint of a very old Richard Garfield game, card game. Uh, Those of you who know, Richard Garfield was the man who invented Magic the Gathering. Oh, of course, I knew that. Oh, and
2: I've been playing a ton of Magic. If people want me to ever talk about Magic on the spoiler cast, um, say so in the comments, and I'll do so.
1: But yeah, what's, what's nice about Netrunner is it's being re released now by Fantasy Flight, and they're doing it as a living card game. So what it is is that when they release an expansion, you pay like 15 bucks and you get the whole expansion. Does it Fantasy Flight also do the Game
2: of Thrones card game?
1: I think so. Yeah,
2: because I, I believe that's how the Game of Thrones cards game works as well.
1: Yeah, too. which is a great, which is in my opinion a great way of doing it, because that way you don't have to like keep buying packs and you have like ten of one card and you can't use it. Or
2: I mean, it's it's a different way of doing things. I think that it's a. Uh, I think in terms of like uh, the physical card space, that's probably the smartest thing because mm-hmm. uh, nothing's really been able to compete with Magic. In that way, I mean, like Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon hang in there with their na- niches. Right.
1: It means like... it means you can't do draft play. Right. It means you can't do draft play, but the way the game is set up with different factions and stuff, you couldn't really draft play it either. Mm. Uh, basically, there are one of you play as one of seven factions. Mm. Three of them for the runner, the hackers, and four for the mega corporations. Yep. But depending on which sort of identity you pick. Uh, so you can use any cards from that faction you can use neutral cards and then you depending on which uh, persona or uh, identity you choose to play as you have a limited amount of influence that will let you take cards certain cards from other factions
3: Mm.
1: and cards have uh, influence ratings from like one to five there are some cards you can't take they're locked to factions Mm. to sort of mix it up Yeah. So there are a lot of different decks you can build, but the way the deck building is structured, you can't really do a draft on it, Mm. which is fine for a living card game like this. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, The other nice thing is that if you buy the box set, it gives you everything you need for two people to play right out of the box. Which is sweet. Which is fantastic. And I just actually bought an expansion that arrived today. I haven't looked at all the cards yet. Uh, And even that has enough cards for two people to start playing. If they had to
2: nice speaking uh, of sweet fasty flight stuff does anybody here have like the game of thrones board game because i would really like to crack that out i played, played, played it, it and i didn't like it you didn't
3: like it um no
2: it's it's one
0: yeah, that's it's like um unbalanced. risky right and i played as the lannisters and i pretty much wrecked
2: yeah, <laughs> it it can be a very unbalanced game because cause you have money and money is high. well they
0: just they each uh, each house gets like different abilities and f- the way that the game is played the Lannisters I think just had like an ability that was op compared to others yeah uh, I forgot what it was but
3: yeah.
1: it, now in terms of Vichy games what I've been playing uh the Guilty Gear uh,
2: Xrd Third Revolution, whatever, Revolution
1: two number nine <laughs> basically number nine. No, God no. Uh, Has come out with the biggest roster thus far, and and they say it is expanded storyline, but it's kind of just a little tacked on, like epilogue to Revelator. Mm. Uh, Which don't get me wrong, I love these storylines because at the end of Revelator, two characters found out that they're uh, basically related, Mm. that one is basically the other's father-in-law. Huh. And these two, like, hate each other. It's, there's this wonderful moment where they're, like, going to face the big bad. And they think, wait a minute, wait a minute. If I'm married to her, and this is her mom, but her mom was to you, then wouldn't that? And the one's like, don't think about it.
3: But what about, <laughs> don't, don't think about it. <laughs>
1: but that would make you, oh, God. Oh! And they just start screaming at you. Wow. Uh, good Maybe t- I should play Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear is a lot of fun Guilty Gear is a lot of fun and yeah, I can I've teach you I've
2: heard it's you. like one of the most ballad fighters out there
1: oh yeah that, that, you, you can so, still play a Zapper. so right? when Dan uh, I'm not sure if is currently in the mix mm-hmm. I think we
2: have a really old video of
0: doing that a three headed throwdown
1: yeah nice. of Guilty but, Gear Exert yep but I will teach you when Dan goes home we can start playing some Guilty Gear um, what the fuck are you talking about where do you think I'm going Remember, Dan doesn't. We have Dan does not have. I don't have uh, to be
2: anywhere. Su- oh, a right. Sweet feminine embrace to go to. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just like a cold, empty room, yeah, yeah. With like the digital sadness of Overwatch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's revealed that I've gone very rusty. Mm-hmm. So right now, I've been working to try and shake the rust off. Um, the big ava- advancements in Revelator Two, in addition to bringing back uh, a recurring character, Biken who's awesome Mm. and a new character who's awesome because every character in this game is awesome. Um, Big improvements to netcode, but also terrifying improvements to the AI. Like guilty gear has always had fairly good AI. I've had to crank the difficulty down from where I left it because the AI is just monstrous now. Mm. Yeah. Wow! I'm like, okay, cool. I, you know, I'm a little bit rusty, but I should at least, be, at least be able to hold my own. And oh god, I'm getting bodied! Oh god, I'm getting bodied! Oh god, the a- CPU just scored a perfect on me. What <laughs> like, just happened? And I beat Holy Order Saul in like X2. That's still a, that's still a badge of honor. It took me like two days of just this boss fight, but I beat him. And the CPU just wrecked me.
0: Have you been playing anything else?
1: It's basically been it. I've been dealing with car shit, which has yeah. kind of destroyed some of my motivation. Yeah. Always bad, Mister Suzuki.
0: Um, I mean, I played Overwatch. Been playing kind of a little smattering of everything here and there, but I, I don't really want. I, I don't. I think I want to. I think I'd rather us move to Zelda mm. and go over my stuff. But what I will say is, per what I said earlier, I did start running Windows on my Mac, so I've been open up to the wonderful world of PC gaming again. But <laughs> I, yeah, but. Um, the big, the big thing is I've just. There's been a bunch of indie games that have come out in the past few years that I've just missed out on. Nice. Um, chief among them, Owlboy, which I. What the heck is that? Um, oh, Owlboy! Oh, it's is, so good, but it, it hurts my hands. So I don't know why <laughs> Owlboy
4: hurts my hands, but it does.
0: So I just I, I looked at my inbox the other day, and it was like. You have, might have a Steam item on sale, mm-hmm. and it was basically a scroll of games on my wish list, and it's because the summer sale kicked off yesterday. Yeah. As of the time of recording, <laughs> you see,
1: me only having Mac OS yeah. is what makes is what lets me survive Steam summer sales. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh man, look at all these great games on uh, on sale. I did. I can't play any of them. Cool. Close the window. <laughs> I did pretty
0: well. I only got two, so I got that, and I haven't played it yet, but I I would love to talk about it. it uh, Ali, you, it sounds like you've played a good deal of it.
4: Uh, yeah, like my... I'm probably mm, I want to say at least halfway through the game Gotcha. and it's so cute <laughs> It's probably not is the it... first word I think people want to hear about it It's <laughs> it's just really sweet and endearing and I, I like this idea of, okay, let's do like, you know, pixely looking games, like the good old days, but a lot of times they feel like kind of half-assed and not with a lot of heart in them, but this is like it has a lot of heart to it, I think. Like, it's pixely, like, it's, you know, that style of graphics and game, but it just feels good to play, and it doesn't look like they just did it because they're like, oh, nostalgia, that's what the kids like these days. Because, first of all, Owlboy's been in development since, like, I don't know, for, like, ten years, nine years, something like that.
2: So it's a real labor of love and craft.
4: Yeah. And it's, like, surprisingly dark in some ways. Which, which I was not expecting did. going into it. Allie, do you I, think it would be
0: a, a, a game appropriate for a spoiler cast, or is there not a lot I of story so. to spoil? Okay. Sweet. Maybe later we'll talk about it in more detail. But, yeah, no, I'm really excited. From what I gather, you and you can speak this more than I can because I haven't played it. it, it appears like a lot of the assets are hand-drawn. Is that correct?
4: Uh, I don't know if that's correct, but it definitely appears like that. <laughs> if, yeah. if that is a sufficient <laughs> answer. <laughs> Like there's just a lot of detail because I think a lot of times people look at like sort of pixel art and are like, okay, that's easy, therefore it doesn't have to look good, but it's extremely well detailed,
2: mm-hmm. which Sweet. is really
4: nice.
0: Cool.
2: Oh, that is that sounds excellent. Uh oh, right. I think. I don't know if I mentioned it previ- in a previous cast or not, but I did get to enjoy Mario Maker for the first time. Ooh! Ooh. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> what, was, what was that noise? It was the Super
0: Mario what? Maker noise. It's that's the- Dan really trying good. to get
4: all his emotions out before we start actually talking about Zelda. <laughs> so gotta squeeze the juices out first.
0: I gotta say, it's exciting to be in the driver's seat for a spoiler cast about a game <laughs> <laughs> that takes 80 hours to finish. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>
2: wow. excellent well then uh lore master why don't you tell us about zelda breath of the Wood? well
0: so before i do that really quick um that ass is uh <laughs> yeah. i also download the other game i bought which i've barely started and i can already feel a- an addiction coming on is stardew valley uh-huh. oh boy which is basically harvest moon but like new <laughs> oh, <that's interesting.
2: laughs> I've heard Harvest Moon in and of itself is addicting as all well, heck.
0: Yeah, I mean you're a farmer and you can like do all sorts of crazy shit. That's all I'll leave it to. If you know, if you played Stardew Valley, you know the conundrum I'm probably about to walk into. Um, but I've only played for like an hour or, or two because I just bought it yesterday. But yeah, with that, um, I think let's for the listeners let's take like a quick quick break and then when we come back, we'll jump right into Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild.
2: All
4: right, Three. Hey, so, welcome back. Oh, but, what's that? Oh, oh. I was going to oh. go get a drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, safety. go for it. Can you just leave it okay. recording? Yes, I can. Also, funny enough right now, Tristan and Vera some, you guys remember Zach and Ian at all? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're playing I mean, right they now in a Overwatch University League match against a team from my clan. And I, I'm oh. sad because they're kind of stomping my clan. Well, not stomping, oh. but it's a team that, <laughs> It's like a, a dime like a platinum slash diamond team that my team usually scrims against and we get our butts kicked so seeing them lose is like kind of surreal. So yeah, they're question. diamond. they It's drink. like it's
0: like the Golden State Warriors also, and the uh,
2: Cavaliers. Yeah, I oh,
4: was sad. It's um, it's really weird. Anyhow, I'm gonna so, go get a drink real quick because I'm thirsty.
2: Yeah, actually, speaking of those guys, I definitely think that um, I've been tr- I've at least been trying to very loosely get in to contribute to us. So that could be sweet.
1: Um, nice. But yes. We just need to get Pat back, because right now the uh, Hampshire crowd is kind of uh, dominating the mix. Dun, dun, oh, dun. that's fine.
2: Yeah, Dan doesn't uh, dislike us. I'm an equal opportunity podcaster. The,
1: well, hello everybody, and welcome to the Hampshireite cast. <laughs>
2: I mean, you know, for whatever reason. Also, I am determined that we're going to do a Anne of Green Gables spoiler cast with Ashley. Oh, you guys can do that
0: up in Somerville someday. I don't think we should do it now because there aren't enough of us, but I think it would be really cool if we did like a draft, like a magic draft or something. Like. Oh, yeah. That would be... I haven't played in years, so I've, I know nothing about... I'd, I'd love to jump in... into a draft not knowing any of the cards. Like not knowing any of the mechanics. I've not played that in That could like actually decade. be
2: really sweet. Um, Except no. you probably know all the mechanics. Uh, I, I play Legacy, which is like oh, old you don't constructed play, yeah. stuff, yeah. Right. but oh. I... Keep up enough with the new things looking for sweet tech and such that, like, it's. I play enough magic on the reg that, um, when I draft, I, I do all right. So, yes. Yeah, so well, I'm, I just pick black. That's all I do, and then I win. So, yeah, there's some pretty sweet black cards in, in, in the new mix. Um, if you haven't played in a while, you're going to appreciate the power level that creatures have at the moment.
1: Here. Also, the current
2: set has cycling back, so value is everywhere. Gotcha. Is it, and when you say that, do you mean that, um, like the power levels stupid, or that they've kind of scaled it back. Uh, so the thing with magic right now is just that. Okie back. Creatures are Jorsen's more up. powerful, spells are less powerful, and they're beginning to scale it a little back on creatures. But if you haven't like played in like seven years or so, no, it's been only a couple. Okay, then then it's like uh then then it's about normal with what with what it was. I mean, a little more more accelerated, but and they're beginning to give more powerful. Powerful creatures. Um, do you remember the cycling mechanic at all?
0: That's the one where you can like cast a card for like a different cost or something like that, uh, Or, no, no, or so you can use it as like a spell or some weird uh, shit. So
2: basically, cycling is instead of casting the card, you can like pay a certain amount of mana and then discard it to draw a card. Gotcha. So it basically allows for a lot of like smoothness and not having dead cards in your mm-hmm. hand, and uh, it's sweet. It's right. A, like if it's you have a, a
0: one one, whatever you can. Yeah, if, if, if you have just, a,
2: like, one of the new cards that people love and is played and Constructed, um, and I'm also sure it makes the draft uh, draft decks as well, um, is Sensor, which is one blue, one carless, uh counter-target spell unless its in controller pays one, and it has cycling for a blue. Ooh. So early in the game, it's just like, yeah, this is a hard counter spell, and when your opponent has tons of mana and you need to draw, like, your big bomb to win the draft, you just, like, cycle your Sensor
1: <sighs> to try to draw the awesome. to top and win.
0: That is awesome. Oh. This
1: is Senor Stompy.
0: All right. Well, let's wait to look at. Let's not look at that now because we'll, be we'll be there for a while. <laughs> let's. Uh, all right. I think we should jump back into the cast and this the, move through. Yeah.
1: This is the deck that made me stop playing Magic because at the time I couldn't find anyone who could reliably beat it. Yeah. Well, I'll bring my stuff
0: All righty. Ready, everybody. Al, you good? Yeah. Ready, steady.
1: <clears throat> all right. <throat> Ready, steady, never look <coughs> back. Ready, City, give me
4: good luck.
0: And welcome back. We are now going to talk about the Legend of Zelda.
4: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Zelda of the
1: Wild. <laughs> Woo! Take it away, Dan. Oh God, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. <laughs> so, we're, so, so when are we going to have a game where the princess rescues Zelda? Am I right, fellas?
3: <laughs>
1: yes. Let the hate flow through
3: see, you. See, I'm
2: not as invested enough in the Zelda <laughs> series to really hate that. Yeah. Just to realize that uh, I'd probably fall for that too if I wasn't like a, friends with Dan and being reminded of, the, of Link. I mean, yeah. Dan hasn't reminded me. It's just like it's, it activates the part of my brain that remembers that Zelda is the elf character and not Link. <laughs> and uh, Zelda is the player princess. Anyways. yeah, and- I still would
1: like to see a game where Zelda is the protagonist. I that mean, would be really cool. It would be cool. Rescue that, that isn't Link. like the
0: old CDI game,
1: yeah. Yeah. Which we don't talk of.
3: Yeah. We, don't we talk do not CDI speak game. of Wanda Gamelon.
2: Just, I mean, especially since, like, you could. Uh, actually, what could be really sweet is if you did, like, the Ocarina of Time thing, where you play as, like, uh, Princess Zelda slash Sheik in the inter before Link gets unstuck in time. So basically, you're, oh, gotcha. you're like, cool. trying to survive and. As Ganon turns the world into a post-apocalyptic wasteland.
0: It's just a tower defense game for seven years.
2: Well, uh, probably more like uh, just like a like. Did you ever play that? Uh,
3: the, the, no, that, it would be a CCG.
2: The, the Saboteur.
0: No, but I know what you're talking about.
2: It's very it's, it's this very style. For those who don't know, it is it's this very uh, stylish uh, World War uh, World War II third person like stealth action game where you're a saboteur in Paris and trying to limit uh, to to liberate areas from the Nazis. And it's great. Um I mean, so it's not perfect, but it's still very enjoyable. So yeah, it would be like that, except instead of things getting better as you go through, it just keeps on getting worse, and you just keep on trying to keep keep your head above ground. So yeah.
0: Well, Breath of the Wild is not that. No, nor it is, is, nor it is. does it put you in control of Zelda. But Breath of the Wild is
1: what's that?
4: I said I wish it did.
3: Yeah. Well, she's got
1: those very tight pants this time around. And honestly, Look, okay,
4: I have a really important question about said butts and other butts in this game, so don't you worry, guys. The butts <laughs> content will come.
0: Butts are coming later on, That's so a, keep, no, it's keep tuned okay. in. It's okay, because you <laughs> play this whole
1: game with Link basically nude. Yep. So.
4: Yes, you can. It's the can. only way to play this game.
0: Only way to play. <laughs> um, in fact, there's an island where you have to play it nude. So, um, Later on. But basically, Breath of the Wild is... I guess like the, the elevator pitch for breath of the wild is what made the original, original, original Zelda special. Let's take that. And then let's throw in every modern concept that works in an open world game. And if, if the original Zelda was 3d with the same kind of concepts, and if we took everything that we've learned as lessons in the last 30 years of game design on open world concepts and smash it into one game, that's basically breath of the wild, um, from an elevator pitch perspective. um, for me it's i gotta i have to i think I have to go back and play it again or play it in like a few years to really make a determination on where it stands in the pantheon in my mm. of my heart mm. but uh for me it's one of the best games i've ever played um I'm not sure where it sits for a while while I was playing it I thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread but it's kind of like a honeymoon face <laughs> uh so that's where I'm at ali you've played a bunch of it so why don't you like kind of start with your opening remarks quote unquote
4: I feel, okay, so disclaimer, I feel kind of bad because I like it, but I feel like I have too many gripes with some weird kind of nitty-gritty and mechanical things that I can't Mm -hmm. say this is my favorite Zelda ever, but also one of my favorite Zelda games is Skyward Sword, so maybe I'm not an expert. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, it just means you have different tastes because Skyward Sword is one of my least favorite Zeldas because it's too focused, in my opinion. And I'm more into the adventure kind of part. So I think it's just to each their own. And <clears throat> that's kind of how it yeah. goes. But go- yeah, kind of elaborate on that a little bit. Just to, well, to give some breathing room between my parts.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think why, part why of it is you, like, I like this so whole... I like the whole let's take things that people like from open world games and put them in there. But I think some of those concepts could have really been tweaked or just gotten rid of completely. Like weapon durability. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not... Maybe it's just because I'm not, you know, 500 hours in, but I'm not at the point where I'm just randomly finding good things everywhere. It's still, like, the same shitty club and the same shitty bow over and over again. And the things that I really enjoy playing with, I don't play with because I don't want them to break. So I made a point of going, okay, I know where the Master Sword is, I know what I need to get it, I'm just gonna bide my time until I can get the Master Sword... And, and even the master that. sword,
0: and even the master sword has durability. It, it recharges, but it has durability.
4: Yeah, really. Which what it, happens if
2: the master sword breaks? It it just loses. You just energy. can't use it. You yeah. can't
4: use it for like ten minutes. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it
3: recharges.
2: Yeah. Okay. Just
3: and,
4: and stuff only, like that.
0: Yeah, and only if you're not in a near Ganon or near like a um a guardian or like some of the some of the really true evil in Hyrule. If you're not near Ganon's spirit, then it. Then it, then it will deteriorate. But if you are in an area where he's nearby or his spear is nearby, your sword glows, it becomes twice as powerful. And I don't think it deteriorates or breaks. If it does, not No, really it doesn't slow.
2: deteriorate. So uh, this is actually something I've heard a lot about with this game. The weapon is a big complaint, is the weapon's deterioration. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it like a lot of these other games where you can just you know <laughs> craft to make it so your stuff doesn't break?
0: It's not.
3: No. But really? But That's it, why just it. it just breaks completely.
1: Well,
0: it just breaks and then you got a new one. But it just the literally explodes stupid. in the thin air.
1: Yeah. So here's the thing though, is that having weapon and item durability means that rupees are no longer useless. Every other Zelda game, there's a point where you've bought all the stuff you need to buy and you're just running around with the maximum number of rupees you can carry because you have nothing to spend them mm-hmm. on. Yeah, so... This deals with that and it keeps you it keeps you exploring and searching and and gathering.
2: Yeah, uh, what if you could use the rupees to repair the stuff? That would also make it so you solve the rupee problem.
4: You can only repair yeah, th- certain items, and that's using diamonds, I think, right?
0: Well, that's how you re- that's how you get new ones. So basically every race has a like signature weapon, mm. which still breaks, just like every other weapon. Yep. But Oh, my God. Tristan's getting weird already. We haven't gotten to the butts yet. Uh, um, sorry, sorry, Alan. Uh, so every weapon in the game breaks, including these, like, signature prized weapons that these races have. But mm. a-, a member of every race can, re- can build you a new version of that weapon with, like, a diamond and usually other materials. And you can just walk back up to them. And there are different weapons. Like, um, like the Gorons have, like, the big stone breaker sword. Mm um the rito which are like the bird people from wind waker have um which look nothing like the rito from the wind waker by the way uh have a like a bow and arrow or sorry a bow Mm -hmm. that like shoots three arrows and is powerful and stuff like that you can rebuild them with diamonds but they will still break nice um the problem i had with the breaking mechanic are twofold um and i'm gonna get into bigger detail about one of my thoughts about the game later but and this and it ties into it but i feel like towards in the end game it, it becomes a nuisance mm-hmm. because you're super powerful you get all these great weapons but it's just kind of like you still have to farm weapons anyway and you feel yeah. like you shouldn't have to do that so far into the game mm-hmm. um that's beyond like just the the weapon break mechanic uh that, that that's a big one and then the other thing i don't like is that they don't give you a meter or they don't give you a They don't give you insight into how broken your weapon is because it's a certain number of slashes that'll break it or stabs. Mm. So if I have 15 weapons in my inventory. Yeah. And I use one for a while and then yeah. replace it with a different weapon for a different scenario. I have no I, no way of telling as a user how broken that weapon is. So when I go back to use it later on, mm-hmm. it might only have like five swings left of it. Yeah. And I didn't know that. That's my other big frustration with the one system. around
1: with 15 items all of which are right, one sort. Right, exactly.
0: So one of the recommendations... Totally take on this boss. Yeah, yeah. And then all your weapons break and you later. die. Oh
1: God, I'm boned.
0: <laughs> um, the other thing I don't like about the weapon breaking mechanic is it removes... It removes some of the skill required to beat certain enemies. And what I mean by that is at the beginning of the game, because the game scales as you go, you're not going to be getting prized weapons, Mm. which means if you come across a really powerful enemy in the environment and you will, Mm -hmm. there's potential that you literally cannot win Mm. because you don't have enough weapons that won't break to beat the enemy. Really?
2: So it's like literally impossible to be right. It's
0: literally, you could you could do everything flawlessly. You could dodge every strike of the enemy. You could, you could do every single one of your strikes would be max damage, and you still can't win because your weapons have durability and they will shatter.
2: What about your fists?
0: You don't have you don't have punching ability.
2: What? Yeah. This. See, I feel like maybe this would have been a little better if you had punching ability. <laughs>
0: I can't even imagine the playthroughs that would come come from. Oh, that. that would
2: be awesome! Like it's like naked fist really only beating U. Ganon. Zelda. Well, wait, it's only Robaz- any percent. Have you seen the Robaz King of Sweden videos where it's just like uh, all only fists for all through Skyrim?
0: No, but I want to watch it later.
2: Oh, we should watch it. It is terribly offensive yet also terribly delightful. The words <laughs> dental appointment keeps on
0: <laughs> showing up. <laughs> Allie, what are your other... Because you, it sounds like that's not your only flaw. I just wanted to kind of elaborate on those.
4: Oh, yeah, definitely. I hate rain. Fuck yeah. the rain. The rain yeah. is the worst. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. I guess it's not that many. It's mostly the weapon degradation thing. And... I don't know if it's just because I'm hesitant to use my really good weapons. I feel like I'm not getting a lot out of the combat in this game. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going looking for fights going, Oh yeah, this is fun. Like, I like looking for Koroks and looking for shrines, even though the shrines kind of drive me crazy sometimes. But I'd rather do a shrine than a fight. Oh, don't worry, Allie. And do weird Korok puzzles and stuff like that. So,
2: Allie, Allie, would you say uh, fuck the away?
1: oh my god <laughs> I, I was gonna say don't worry ali there'll be a lot more shrines once the dlc drops yeah and they're supposed to be even harder
0: um so the rain you you can actually get a rhythm going with the rain but it still makes it harder to climb things there actually is a rhythm alley that you can find like a sweet spot where you can still ascend pretty well with rain but it still kind of limits it a bit um, even still, rain is really annoying. Even in the times that it does show up, And certain areas of the game, have more rain than others.
4: Yeah. Um, uh, also, fuck lightning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except I have I have the shirt and I have the I have the rubber shirt and I have the rubber pants and all I need is the rubber fish helmet and I'll be pretty good. Yeah. Against lightning.
0: Yeah. And there's a there's actually a thunder helm you can find that makes you impervious to lightning too
4: yes i've mm-hmm. seen the thunder helm it's beautiful <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: it's a beautiful thing but you have to do a lot of stuff to get it
3: helm. <clears throat> dun, 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 dun.
0: do you have any other like gripes with the game that you wanted to cover
4: mm-hmm. oh zelda's the voice acting is terrible oh god yeah <gasps> it's terrible yeah. It's, so we got it like um like a month or so after it came out and like mm-hmm. Basically, the day or so after we bought it, they released the patch that let you switch it to Japanese, and I switched to Japanese right away. I was yeah. like, I'm not fucking doing this. It's yeah. mostly it. Zelda. It's mostly Zelda, to be honest. It's all,
0: honestly, it's all of it. Zelda's a, a, a chief contributor, but it's all bad.
2: How is the Japanese voice acting, though?
4: I mean, I don't know Japanese, so <laughs> right. I asked right. you can fool well, ourselves. So I asked my boyfriend, because he knows Japanese better than I do, and I was Wait. like, is Zelda's he voice equally annoying in Japanese? Or, like, is it okay? He's like, I mean, it's still kind of, like, hey, 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 in Japanese, but it's not as egregious. I'm like, okay, so it's not just me. I and mean, I'm then, not just saying it sounds better in Japanese because I don't know Japanese.
2: I mean, to be fair, I don't know Japanese either, but, like, I've been watching the new season of Attack on Titan on my cable, and I really need to stop being lazy and just, like, watch the Japanese, like, mm-hmm. sub- because the american voices are just so much worse than the japanese voices like it feels like it's even like changing the dramatic intonation and stuff
1: well the thing about attack of Fans is already overtly dramatic and just in terms of the voice acting here in nintendo's defense nintendo doesn't do a lot of voice acting
4: no that's not a defense nintendo (laughs) has put probably millions of dollars into this game that's not an excuse Huh.
0: It's not. you are still learning, uh, it's
2: guys. Funny That you mentioned the voice acting no. is a bad thing, though. I because agree. When I when I watched the trailer to it, it looked like it. It looked awesome. Like it looked like I was watching <clears throat> the Princess Mononoke, and I was expecting it was. I would be like playing like an anime, like a good anime.
0: No, though, Nino Kuni 2 is coming out, and that looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh.
1: Well, the first
2: game. Which
0: is the video games from the Miyazaki art, with the Miyazaki yeah. art direction.
2: Wait, what? Oh We're yeah. Wait, 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 are wait. wait hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold, hold, hold,
1: hold everything here. Barra, are you not aware of Nino Kuni? I have no idea. What that Nino Kuni is. is a JRPG. Su- <laughs> the second one is coming out, and the artwork is done by Studio Ghibli. Mm. It's a fantastic. Yeah. I have. I started playing it and recording it for my old channel before yeah. any of the three voice stuff came along.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, I'm going to be perfectly honest. If Wolfenstein, the new Colossus, didn't allow me to just murder Nazis, I that would be the game I would be the most excited about because, oh, yeah. whoa, Studio Ghibli.
0: Um, so the voice acting is like Barney level. I mean, it's really bad. <laughs> like yeah. all the characters, the, the Zelda is a, probably the chief contributor. Her voice is horrible. Um, I hated every cutscene in the game, pretty much for that reason. Really? In fact, I, I would I would argue that it's funny that you say all these things, Allie, because I I kind of agree with all your points, and I would actually even add other points on it. And it and, it, and it, it, it we're almost making it sound and I did want to start with the negatives, but we're almost making it sound like it out to be like this horrible thing. Um, but to me, we're
1: like, sky, Zelda, right.
0: Right, but to me, Breath of the Wild is sort of, like, good in spite of itself. Does that make sense to you, Allie?
4: No, I agree with that, and I'm looking forward to putting more time into it. I think once I get a little, I don't know, grinding is not the right word, but I guess once I feel a little more comfortable, like, just squandering my weapons and stupid stuff, it'll be okay. I'm just at this point where I'm like, I have to hoard this sword. It's beautiful. I can't let anything happen to my metal baby.
0: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to go back and play the game again, only because I feel like this game is best experienced alone, by yourself, for the first time, and I don't know that you'll ever really... I mean, that's true of every game to some degree, like... Your first time with every game, just like your first time with everything else, is always going to be sort of special and different than your subsequent times experiencing that that media. But I feel like this game takes that 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 statement and runs with it, where, yeah. for me, playing this game wasn't about the mechanics, so I did, like, some of them. Like, combat's fun if you make it fun. Everything in the game is fun if you make it fun, and if you make it fun, it's, like, one of the most rewarding experiences ever. So combat's only really fun if you're experimenting with the environment, Mm. finding different ways to down your foes. If you just run in there with your breakable swords or spears or whatever, you're not going to have a great time. Mm. But if you're like on the other side of the river from the enemies and you're like trying to fling explosive barrels with your stasis power and shoot something in midair with your bow and arrow and killing them that way. Then the game becomes fun.
2: It sounds like what the thing uh From what you've described and what I've heard about Breath of the Wild is a very much a sandbox. Yeah. And cool. it allows you, It instead of just like giving you this narrative that you could follow around, it's like very loose and it's just like how much you want to have fun exploring this, Mm-hmm. Crazy new world where we're not really gonna tell you where anything is, but you can discover it, mm-hmm. and it's like you're finding treasure on your own. It's like you're going. It's like you're going camping in the real world, except you might find a bunker full of gold, or uh, a portal into 17 hundreds Holland, where yeah. you have to solve a murder mystery. But there's no. But you know, you could choose to go to Holland, or you could choose to just go on and uh, fulfill your quest and uh, punch a zombie Mussolini in the face to end the game. <laughs>
0: I, I, yes. No, I'm just It's just uh, like that when you were camping with me. That's right. <laughs> um, it, it, it is. it, And I feel like the, the parts of the game that are like the most Zelda-ish are like the least fun. Like the combat mm. isn't very fun. Like, but it's like kind of Zelda combat, the actual dungeons, which are separate of the shrines. Mm. Cause there's 120 shrines, I think in the uh-huh. game that you can find, which serve as your spo- your warp points throughout the map. Yeah. By the way, the map is gigantic.
3: Yeah, oh, there's so
4: much stuff. Um, Which sounds like
2: another big appeal. It's just like it's you're so much exploring. The thing with so the game.
0: Much the thing with the game is if you're listening to this and if you've watched a lot of videos on Zelda and seen what people are doing and read all those freaking GameSpot articles about 50 new things to try in Skyward, uh, Skyward Sword. Wow, Breath of the Wild. You're kind of missing the point, and you're probably it's already too late. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the sense of discovery that you get from not reading and watching those things and just trying it yourself that makes this game so good and so rewarding. Um,
2: so, even though it's a little bit too late because people are listening to the spoiler cast. Um, they are,
0: but they've hopefully already beaten it. If they haven't, we haven't, like, talked a ton about, like, right, we're special doing, moments we're, or things like I that. I think
2: we're doing a pretty good job yeah. of, of, like, Talk, uh, talking about the game without like spoiling that magic, which it sounds like it's essential. It sounds like this is not a game where you want to watch a Let's Play, because right. you'll be disappointed if you do.
4: Because Most of you makes- really enjoy watching people chop down trees and cooking mushrooms. <laughs> which, that's a thing I actually really like about the game, is cooking for some reason.
3: You really like, I like I just, it or don't like it? I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it's finding
4: recipes. I like, had one uh, session where everything I made was just like rice balls. Cause I just went on like a rice collecting spree. Nice. They're delicious and they last forever.
0: And the game doesn't have recipe book and the game, sometimes people tell you like kind of hints and recipes, but they're like images in the world. Like there'll be like paintings that show you a recipe and you have to kind of write it all down. The map doesn't have a lot of waypoints on it, but you can you have all sorts of, like little icons and stickers you can place in the map to like oh, nice. kind of like remind yourself. So you could of,
2: literally make your own map. Yeah,
0: sort of kind to of find your way back to stuff. Right. So if there's like a place where there's a lot of treasure, I've put like little treasure box stickers like in those mm-hmm. spots so I can return to them at a later time and get gold and stuff or rupees rather. Um, but I feel like so if you look at the the, the storyline of the Zelda game, it's you wake up, your Linky you wake up from your slumber and. You run outside and you're greeted by who you later find out. I mean, it's fairly obvious, so that'd be whatever. I mean, this is spoiler cast anyway. But you you run into who's obviously going to be the king of Hyrule, Spirit, yep. or King of Hyrule. And, um, you know, then you eventually the quest gets revealed to you that it's been a hundred years since you had to be hit, you know, stored in this thing, Ganon, this container. Ganon has gained power and you have to defeat him. And you have to go to. You don't have to actually. But there are four demons, like basically four giant guardians, which are the which serve as your dungeons, right, throughout the map mm-hmm. that will help you in your quest to defeat him. Mm. But the ultimate goal is just to defeat Ganon, yeah. nice, and that's the game, right? However, you want to do it. The the ending isn't anything special, mm. you know. You're you're defeating Ganon, um, depending on how many guardians you get you've to look at Zelda's rescued, butt more. You can look at mm-hmm. Zelda's butt more. Yeah, wait, it, wait, really? De- yeah, I mean. You can you can uncover memories of throughout the world of like time spent with Zelda and with the other characters in the game, but I didn't really I honestly didn't love all, any of that stuff. I don't know how you felt about it, Allie, if you saw any of it.
4: Sorry to say that again.
0: The mem did you see any of the memories? Oh yeah, I've I, got yeah.
4: basically all of them at yeah. this point.
0: It kind of pieces together the story, but it's really I mean it's a really basic story. I mean it's just Zelda's
4: super bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Although, to be fair, I would be bitter too if everybody told me, hey, you have magical powers, use your magical powers, and then your magical powers didn't work, and then some fuckboy comes along, and they're like, <laughs> oh, he's the hero with the magic power Whoa, oh, he's so great, and Zelda's just like, I'm, I'm cool too, I, I can, Link. I can do stuff. Yeah, Get getting.
0: <laughs> I, I will say getting back into that sort of conversation about like why haven't we ever been able to play as Zelda? I'm getting really sick of the trope that you're this hero of time, this dude hero of time saving Zelda, and she just kind of sits in a crystal case or sits somewhere in a sack mm. for decades or centuries just doing nothing. I don't yeah. know. That's getting really it's tiring. Lame. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, also because was it that was it was it that something that in the '90s they turned on its head with Ocarina of Time? because she wasn't st- sitting around while waiting for you
0: sort of but then she gets ends up in a crystal anyway at the end yeah. of the game <laughs> i didn't get to that part yeah. i mean like at
4: least in breath of the wild she's actively doing work like yeah, she's right. trapped but she's also trapped because she's trying to keep <laughs> shit from happening which which is
0: great but that's always the trope right like even in yeah. you remember skyward sword obviously ally where well, actually, that's probably a, of a spoiler for another game, but but same same idea. She's just sitting there doing nothing for centuries while protecting something or other. You know, it's kind of getting getting frustrating. But so that that part of the game is really kind of the boring part, right? I, I think the the real story of the game is the one that you tell, hmm. and it, it's all the adventures and experiences that you might not be the only one having them ever that plays the game, but it feels like it. You always right. everything you do, you feel like you're the only one who ever did it. Like, even if you find, like, a giant maze, like, a giant ruin in the middle of somewhere, Mm -hmm. obviously tons of people have found it, but you feel like you're the only one that's ever found it. Yeah. Until you go on the internet. But anyway. So,
2: here's, like, a big question. Yeah. Um, Obviously, this Breath of the Wild is really liked, and obviously (laughs) this is going... It it has become, even though it's only released a few months ago, a tentpole for the uh, open world style of game. How does it rank up to Skyrim and uh fallout
0: ali do you want to answer that question first i I can try to answer it but
4: you go ahead first i gotta collect my (laughs) thoughts on on yeah no go for it go for it. something i really thought
2: about yeah and i i guess i'll also throw in mass effect although i always find out i always think bioware games a little different from your typical open world because you could explore and do different stuff but it's more linearly focused
0: I think Zelda has more ties to like a Far Cry series oh. where you're experimenting, you, you're interacting with animals and experimenting with things in the wild. I mean, right. Right. Um, yeah, I can see that resource gathering and stuff like crafting and stuff like that to some degree. Yeah. But and it takes things from different series. Right. It takes a lot from Assassin's Creed, actually. Mm. It takes a lot from Far Cry. It takes some stuff from Skyrim and Fallout you know, what have you. And a lot of the best parts, and just kind of simplifies it or makes it kind of fun and fun and interesting. Um, it stacks up in a different place mm. because to, because those other games have much better stories mm. and much more side, much better side quests, mm. and they're more focused. But Breath of the Wild has the sense of adventure, mm. and the it's the only game that that's ever stood actually. Truthed the the statement that you you see that mountain, you can go there. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can climb anything in this game. Like, with the exception of very few surfaces in the game, you can climb literally anything. Really? Yep, you can climb... If there's a mountain that's thousands of feet tall, you can climb that mountain.
2: How does it deal with the whole um, uh, borders of the world situation?
0: Uh, it's just an invisible wall. Oh. <laughs> they, did, they didn't try to... They didn't try to sugarcoat that one because otherwise you could you could just cheat it and find a way. I mean, there's so much stuff you can do in this game. You're actually in a box. I found out. I watched some videos of people going really high by using uh rock balloons on rocks and stuff. Oh my gosh! Pretty, which is another cool. I think, I think
1: the best example of in Breath of the Wild of it being a if you see it you can do it. This is the first game that has actually given us a way to kill cuckoos. Yeah. You can actually finally kill them. Yeah. You can finally get your revenge against the Feathered Horde for all the times
0: they've murdered you.
3: <laughs> Not
0: to mention, you can get enemies to attack cuckoos, and then they attack them instead of you. Wow. So, so really what cool. you
1: can do in Breath of the Wild is you can pick up a cuckoo, and you can take it up Mount Doom yeah. and throw it into the lava. Yeah. kidding me. That is the Jimmy only Death way... Mountain. Death Mountain. Well, it which is basically Mount Doom. Same thing. <laughs> you ha- you <laughs> have to carry it into the fires of Death Mountain and throw the kuko into the molten lava from which it was forged. It's the a only way. You can achievement forge. for murdering the bird? Of course not. There's no achievements on the Nintendo thing.
2: Oh really? Yeah. There's no achievements. So there's all of this red of stuff, but no achievements. Yep. yep. Very traditional.
0: Which, I, which I think is gonna be the next thing we talk about. But I wanna, I wanna kind of finish answering Tristan's question about Fallout Four and mm. Skyrim and how it matches up. So Skyrim and Fallout Four, I think, have better systems in place, or, more, or better's not the right word. More complex. Uh, that's not even the right word. They have more controlled, complex systems, mm. where Zelda has more loose, open systems mm. in place. If that makes sense, and I'll elaborate on that in a little bit when we talk about like kind of fun experiences that we've had, maybe Ali, you've had, or. Or your boyfriend's how do you were watching him play, mm-hmm. um, but like, so Skyrim tells like a and, and Fallout tell a real story with a progression from start to finish. Zelda doesn't. I mean, it has one, but it's really bare bones. There isn't a lot of like side quest stuff, minus the memories, which are kind of just there. Um, but it's just kind of a different experience. It's one I prefer, I think, to Fallout and Skyrim. But I think if you're looking for like, I want to be a
1: wizard. and I want to focus on you know dark magic I'm going to the I'm going to go to the college of right. magic. I'm going to learn everything I can right. there and then I'm going to murder everyone so that I'm right. the only wizard right. left in the world. It's, <laughs> it's less it's almost like Can you do that? So in Skyrim if you wanted to, you could go and murder every wizard in the world.
3: Wow. It's almost well, in
1: Skyrim and be the only one. It's almost like
0: I guess another good way to describe it in my opinion is like Skyrim and Fallout for a lot of these games are really good at like character build choice and story choice whereas zelda's not about that at all it's more about environmental choice Mm. i guess is another good way to describe it but ali you've had a you've had a few minutes so i'm going to pass it off
4: i was going to say that actually sounds pretty close to what i was thinking it's a lot more i mean i like that i like that nintendo has gotten its toes wet and is exploring because i feel like nintendo as a company does really weird unpredictable things but they don't always work out for them and I feel like this is the one of the few times to- like I like the fact that they took such a giant risk with such a big important IP to them and saying okay we're gonna make it open world we're gonna do voice acting literally you see the castle You gotta be really good and really careful but you can just go to the castle and beat the game if you really feel like it like, that's such a big change to how Zelda, like, at least later-gen Zelda was work. Like, older Zelda does, you could kind you could of pick and choose your it. order of how to approach the boss, but you still had to go, okay, I have to do X, Y, and Z first before I'm able to win. Okay. And I like so, that they did that.
0: To put that into perspective, there are already speedruns without glitches where you can beat the game in under an hour.
4: Yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah, I watched one the other night actually. Yeah, <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um but but that's and that's the way that they're playing. Or you can play the game for hundreds of hours and just be exploring the world and doing your own thing. You don't even have to fight, you know, the final boss. You can just do your thing. That sounds like awesome. I always
4: feel like I find something new. And mm-hmm. I feel like even if I pick up a Bethesda game, like I can sit there and play an Elder Scrolls game or a Fallout game and be like Oh that's a cool interesting thing I've never discovered but they all kind of start to blend together and I don't yep. know if that's mm-hmm. just because yeah. I played so many Bethesda games that they're all becoming one giant blob in my brain.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean that to be is general and what that's I mean that's to be like well the the beautiful things about Bethesda games and also the big drawback is, is that they are wonderful experiences when you start and i think that and you know they do if you're following the story that's good co- those are compelling in of itself but like they're definitely i think better in the beginning than they are in the end
1: they're they're almost too big for their own good
2: yeah um, which is why i generally have a preference more for the bioware stuff simply because they're able to control the story more it's uh like there's less wandering but you're pretty much like you have that forward momentum uh like you know, the first Mass effect felt awesome in the beginning, and it also felt awesome
1: at the end.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, what, one thing, that, one th- and, and kind of jumping onto that and getting into like some of, some of the environmental stuff in this game is one of the one of the things Nintendo's always been really good at, especially with Mario, mm. is taking putting out a game with very simple concepts. Mm. Like you can run, you can jump, mm. and you can punch or slide or whatever. In the case of Mario sixty four, yeah taking that idea and then coming up with a thousand different things you can do with that. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like everything you do kind of works or functions in some special way or maybe even an unexpected way. And I feel like Zelda's always been the antithesis to that up until this one, where it's like he gave you all these systems. Here are all my weapons and items. Here's my inventory screen with all this crap. And here's the side quests and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. More in line with like a Skyrim or a Fallout, but Mm -hmm. obviously not as deep or open-ended mm-hmm. and what they did was they kind of stripped it out stripped it down put in some very basic systems like cooking's very basic mm-hmm. you grab a bunch of stuff and you throw them in a pot and you cook it combat it's very simple you have you have four so um the just and quickly kind of jumping back into it one of the most brilliant things about this game is so the beginning you have to do is a tutorial area it's gigantic and you'll and you'll it's a gigantic area that you'll later find is a tiny 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 piece of the map <laughs> really? when you like it, it almost becomes impossible to find it's weird like when you go to look back and try to find it to warp mm-hmm. somewhere and on each four on each of the four corners there's like a different little struggle or challenge but then there's also a shrine there's four shrines in this area and they give you these four items which are bombs which you have unlimited bombs they just recharge. Mm-hmm. Um, which are square or circular and have different properties. You have stasis, which allows you to basically freeze an object and then hit it. And then when it unfreezes, it goes flying, like you can fling stuff. You have magnetism, which allows you to like grab metal objects and move them around in the world. And then you have this one weird one, which is you can like freeze water. And it basically takes wherever there's a water source, whatever direction it's pointing in, waterfalls, rivers, lakes, whatever, it brings up like a pillar of ice that you can like use to raise things that are kind of buried or uses platforms nice so it does all this to control the environment with different spots like there's a snowy mountain in this little tiny area there's mm-hmm. a there's like a like a lake there's like a cooking pot area there's a castle um there's all sorts of crazy stuff there's like, ma- there's like mountains to climb and stuff and then it like lets you kind of play in this little place and then it opens up the world and then the concept expands basically sweet I think it's really genius. Um, but then, going through the game, there's a lot of simple things, simple concepts. Like, like you can carry items in your hand from the menu. You can you, you can do combat. And use those four. There's just those four abilities are all you get for the whole game. You uh, get a camera later, but that's not really an ability. And then what a camera? Yeah, you can take pictures of stuff. Does it look like a camera? No, it's just the so so the thing. You have this thing called a Sheikah slate, mm. which basically does everything. It's your map. It looks like a switch but it's uh it's your map hold it's the secret straight
4: cool. to the pedestal yeah, hold yeah seriously straight to the pedestal
0: yeah
2: oh gosh
0: um but it's uh, it's just it's just wild you, you use it does everything it takes pictures serves as your map your warp point thing all your information like you have like encyclopedias in there as you take pictures and stuff it's really cool and um so what the game does then from there is it takes those concepts and it really allows you to experiment in ways that you would kind of never believe. Like something as simple as um, finding finding your way to a stable in the middle of the forest somewhere, mm. a forest somewhere, and seeing a dog mm. and taking out a piece of meat mm. that you have mm. from killing an animal and the dog will just go up to you and take it and mm. eat it and like play with it and, and whatever. Like just like simple little stuff like that. The fact that you can... Go to Death Mountain and drop that meat onto the floor, and it will cook because it's so hot in Death Mountain. Yeah, um,
1: you can literally fry an egg on the floor.
0: Right, but it doesn't tell you anything. You you kind of figure everything out as you go. Cool. And that's why I think if you watch a lot of videos or read a lot of articles about it before you play it, you're really doing yourself a disservice because
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're you're robbing yourself of those holy of those shit moments. moments of wait what or oh
0: yeah. And I bought the game on day one, of course. <laughs> And I and I played the crap out of it immediately without consulting anything. So I was having those moments all the time. And mm-hmm. I almost never had a situation come across where I tried something and it didn't work the way I expected it to. Which is like really awesome. something cool that you can you can say about this game. That's very cool. Excellent. Allie, do you have any other stories or anything like that at all? Or
4: no. No? <laughs> cool. I like playing dress up. I like cooking <laughs> and I like playing dress up. Can we, that's, can we spare that's to like, talk
1: about, uh... Oh, yes, about, uh, she, Okay. Yeah, and, uh, Sheik Link? Or, uh... Um, Super cute. Not Sheik Link. Um, no,
4: I, I think it's true what you were saying, though, about you make your literally. own fun with this game. And, I mean, there are probably other games I could play to get that cooking simulator joy <laughs> right. that I get from it. But it's just so, like, I just love going around and collecting plants and photographing plants and animals. It's great. Mm. But, um, right. okay, so this was an Gerudo important link. question that I had for my boyfriend after he beat the game the other night, which is, which is the most important waifu? Zelda? Mm. Urbosa? The Gerudo Guardian? Apple Lady? Um, <laughs> or Paya? Papaya from the Kakariko yep. Village? Our answer, we both answered Papaya.
1: Yeah. Yep. Okay, but where does, um, where, where does Gerudo Link fall on this?
3: Well, Link. Gerudo Link.
1: We we were yeah. not
4: counting Link in this count. Uh,
1: because Gerudo Link. Oh my God! <laughs> I
2: don't understand what's about to happen to me. There is a it's,
0: so. There's a town. So Gerudos are yeah. the race of that are almost all female, except every what hundred years you? one male is born. Yeah. I just did
1: the right, Google that's, search, that's and I that. really don't want to tap the images button.
2: So that's the, uh, yeah, that, that's the race where Ganon comes from.
1: Right. So
0: if, so there's a town in the game. Oh God, they're looking at pictures. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, they're, they're on the other side of the table alley yeah. for me so I can't <laughs> see this which is probably for so the best. So there's
2: a town in the game where you could be turned into a Gerudo? No, well, no a you
0: t- have to disguise yourself. <laughs> right, you get kicked out of the town, you can't go in unless Cause you're, you're a, a guy. Because yeah. it's only Gerudos. So you have to actually get an outfit that's a female outfit and you trick them into thinking you're a female.
2: Oh dear.
4: I, I've seen some very good critiques of that whole quest line that I would like to direct people to though because go ahead no, um do so.
2: <laughs> do so please
4: one is a notable uh games journalist who is also trans uh laura kate dale who's written a lot oh, about laura this like, yes because the way that this quest is handled could definitely be seen as really transphobic mm-hmm. because the character that you get the outfit from like in my opinion, and from a lot of people's opinion, definitely actually identifies as a woman, but people say that she doesn't because she has facial hair, and it's not great. Nintendo did a, a boo-boo. Nintendo made a boo-boo. We're not handling this well. There's
0: there's a lot of that, though, and I wonder, and I don't know, but I wonder if it's like a cultural thing. I mean, I mean, in general, it's a cultural thing, right? I mean, there's, there's a lot of that hate throughout the world but i wonder if it's like almost like a cultural thing in japan where it's like amplified or something because there's a lot of i'm trying to think there's a couple other games i see actually persona,
4: persona 5 like that. Yeah. persona 5 as much as i love that game there's a bit where they have two characters who are like these really old stereotypes of like older gay gentlemen in japan and it's just really gross and bad yeah I and mean, they are, there's, um...
2: there's the classic bathhouse scene in final fantasy 7
1: uh, so, just speaking really quick on, on the subject of talking about waifus, uh, there was a poll on GameFacts, uh, which girl is best waifu, for Breath of the Wild, and the winner by a appreciable margin was Mifa. Oh yeah, yeah.
4: I forgot about Mifa. Who's that? Fish waifu. Fish
0: waifu.
2: Oh right, show me the Mifa. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, come on. If we... For... I mean, there, oh, the, but, but she's a, she's like, a, what, what, is 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 she an adult? Okay, she looks like an adult there. Thank goodness. Okay, she's an adult. <laughs> I mean, I thank think God. she's
4: supposed to be in her late teens because Zelda in Zelda's mem like in Zelda's memories is like just turned seventeen.
0: Right. <laughs> right. All the characters, Link's always been like a late teen. I think in most of the mm-hmm. games, even when he's an adult, he's like seventeen
2: like even at yeah. a period of
0: time I think he's like 17 years old when I
2: know it's not System of the Down who sings the Zelda song but I really want them on tour at some point to sing the Zelda song Yeah, I feel like people and I consider myself a fan of the band but I still feel like those of us who go to this concert should start yelling Freebird style for the Zelda song <laughs> at every single venue <laughs> Till Surge Tankin either kills us all or we get him to say Link Fill up your hearts.
1: <laughs> 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 that was originally System of a Down. Uh, wasn't there a Rapid Joint? Wasn't the Rapid Joint the one who primarily covered that way back in the
2: day? I don't, know. I don't know who the person was who sounds like System of the Down who does that song. But I want Surge to do it. I no, it's System that's of a Down. I think. Wait, you think they actually did that song? I think so. Wait, if they actually did it, then we could—they could actually sing it on stage. I think they actually
0: did that. Oh,
2: but. oh, I, okay. We, we need to use the internet. for this He come one. to town. There is
0: to the internets. While they're looking, there, there's so much to say about this game that I could I could go on personally for hours, and that's not what I what I intend to do for everybody's sake and sanity. Um, like there is so much I'm missing and not talking about, but I think it's. I, I mean, it, it's just going through all this stuff won't serve to improve the cast. I think. Cause, so much as to say that, I mean, there's something to discover and find out and try around every corner. Um, I mean, even I mean, I'm, I'm over 100 hours into this game and, I, and I've beaten it just to beat it. But I'm over 100 hours into the game, like just kind of playing it and just continuing to find new things. Um, it's just really cool. And I, I'm really more than anything. I'm more excited to see what they do next with Zelda. Like because I, I, I don't think at this point they can go back. I don't think they can go back to the traditional Zelda formula at this point. I think it would be too, too too controlled, too linear at this okay. point. For,
2: I mean, on the other hand, though, I mean, they've they've like, experimented with both Zelda and Mario before. Mm-hmm. So, like, I could see them making a detour in something more ocarina of time-ish. Especially for instance, something that I think would allow them to do that is that they made a sequel to Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. Like, if they like went back in that specific <laughs> world. And you're trying to find Navi, like mm-hmm. if that's like if if they went if they drilled back into that, then they could definitely justify being not Skyrim again. But yeah, it's going to there's definitely going to be pressure to replicate it. But you know, Nintendo, they're interesting. They definitely do not. they certainly don't always chase trends or chase their own previous success.
1: Well, I, I always like the Nintendo's kind of off doing their own thing, where Microsoft and Sony are like butting heads and DLCing and exclusiving and, you know, all this just mm. shit that's really bad for the community. Meanwhile, Nintendo's just over here being like, yep, we got a new console, we got a new Zelda. How's it going, guys? Yeah. Arms!
2: I mean, like, Nintendo still messes up, too, but, like, they mess up it like, a traditional-slash-Nintendo-ish way. Yeah. Um, well, way, and,
4: and we're not... You mean, uh, like, yeah, how you I can only have, have one save file, except if you buy our DLC, which only gives oh. you a second save file, but you can't use that in conjunction with your first one?
1: Well, cough, well cough. I don't want to go, I don't want to go too, cough. too deep into E3, but, but Nintendo's E3 co- conference at E3 this year started with Reggie saying, you know, what's the point of the game? The game is fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, that's kind of Nintendo in a nutshell. So they're like, you know, they don't care about, they don't really seem to care about all the same stuff that EA, Sony and Microsoft care about. They're just like, no, we're just going to make stuff that's fun. So,
2: current work do, I did read a criticism about, like, how they, uh, how Nintendo rolled out the classic from Jim Sterling, and he was saying that Nintendo in many ways behaves a lot like a traditional toy company, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that that probably is a lot of the good and the bad from Nintendo is that they still consider themselves more a toy company in many ways than a multimedia company, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, which is just like it's like they're I still very family focused and focused on th- making things that are fun and enjoyable and. They seem less, really, to care about milking stuff for DLC and more just selling units, mm-hmm. which is good, but at the same time, that can mean they can be a little hidebound. So, you know, nothing's perfect. And uh, we have determined that it was not System, it was this man named oh. Joe Pleeman, yep. uh, who released okay. it in 1988 with his band Rabbit Joint. Gotcha. So, uh, A, people should probably give him money, but B, we should also harass System of the Down. <laughs> yeah, to recover it. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, that was in, incorrectly attributed to System of
3: mm-hmm.
0: the The other thing I'll, I'll say about Nintendo is if they can survive, which I think the Switch is doing pretty well, yeah. but if they can survive long enough, when I see these Sony and Microsoft spotlights or press conferences or whatever you want to call them now because they basically just show game trailers, it's 95% multi, multi-console releases with like yeah. one thing of DLC or things yeah. that are coming out in the PC as well and like one original IP for these consoles. So if they can survive, I think mo- enough people will get
1: tired tired
0: of the same the same thing from both consoles that that might implode on them both. Mm-hmm. And then Nintendo, if they can hold on will be well, the only company well, we providing know, quality have, different content.
1: We don't yeah. have to worry about Nintendo. Yeah. Um someone did the math and they and did the math and it was like Nintendo can afford to lose something like I think it's something like 50 million a year and be like fine for 40 years oh, okay. because yeah. of because of the in, like the, someone did the math of like the income they make the patents they hold mm-hmm. licensing they hold stuff like that the other revenue streams mm-hmm. apart from just like like gaming and did the math of, like yeah nintendo can afford to lose 50 million a year for 40 years and be fine i mean I think nintendo's not going I think anywhere also
2: the flip side of it is that like since sega stopped um making consoles really, really? no one has challenged nintendo for the family slash, child slash young children's gaming market.
1: There is a rumor that Sega is working on a console. There's a rumor that Sega's going to throw their hat back into the ring because of because they've been get, sort of making their mojo back with publishing mm. uh, from all the stuff they've been doing with like Arc System Works and NIS America and 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 and. and. Right. Um, there's a rumor that Sega's working on a console.
2: No, and that would be really interesting because again, like uh, I think one of the things that just Nintendo has going for is that no one really makes kids games uh, for consoles aside from Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm missing some great kids games that Sony and Microsoft make, but I can't really think of that.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, like look at look at uh, Splatoon, aka Callumari of Duty.
2: Yeah, that's Nintendo, right?
1: Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's but Splatoon is a very like kid friendly team-based shooter that at the same time as being kid-friendly has like really good core game mechanics that people are still playing and still loving and being a kind of a really cool unique IP. Mm.
0: The the bingo there is that Nintendo for its entire tenure as a video game company because they've been around for hundreds of years or something like that. Even as a card company in the 1800s or something like that. They've been making
1: toys for like 150 years or something Mm -hmm.
0: That's like that. Um, In their video game tenure they've They've always made games that have pandered to kids in a sense, but they're always the tightest, best-made games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even, like, an adult can pick up Mario and have way more fun playing Mario than a lot of other adult-centered games because the core gameplay is so perfect and so well-tuned.
2: And and then also just, like, there's just so much brand loyalty that Nintendo has as well because you start when you're young and get them while you're young, and then... uh, they just uh, and then they just continue on with yeah. like, as you're an adult, oh, high quality. Like, I mean, yeah. You revisit like a, a Metroid mm-hmm. or a Mario, you are you are suddenly, you you you're the presence of greatness. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well,
1: and and the big reason for it is that Nintendo is willing to give its teams, give its developers, the time to actually do stuff properly. That's so. That's one of the reasons why Bayonetta two, of all things was a Nintendo exclusive. Because Nintendo was actually willing to give Platinum the time they wanted to actually finish the game.
3: You That's
2: have fine. you have positive thoughts about Bayonetta, right, Allie?
4: Allie? Allie? Sorry, repeat Uh-oh. that? Uh oh. Oh okay. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh. Oh. You have positive thoughts about Bayonetta, correct? Bear, sorry, Bear, I can barely hear you. You need to like gobble that mic.
2: Okay. You have positive thoughts about Bayonetta, correct?
4: Um, it's hard as shit. Couldn't beat it. <laughs> Love it. Made me gay.
2: <laughs> that sounds pretty positive to me. Excellent. Very good. Sorry. I'll gobble the mic more.
4: It's okay, Vera. <laughs> I can do it.
0: <laughs> Ali, do you have any closing thoughts for Zelda or Nintendo or anything like that? I know we've just been yammering for... No, you're good.
4: During during the break, I grabbed a beer. So. Oh nice.
3: <laughs> right. What are
2: you and what are you drinking in the fine it's called old Funky Dominion?
4: Face. Huh. It's a blood orange goza.
2: <laughs> Ooh. That sounds interesting. I'm drinking O'Dules, a <laughs>
4: premium non alcoholic beverage.
2: I'm drinking aishetics. Yep,
4: as am I. I'm Can't an adult and this stuff. is what I choose to do with my Friday night. Amen. Think, it's so a beautiful. Thing. Zelda, I like what I've seen so far. I really I really wish that somebody could have like taken Nintendo and been like tone some of these things down because yeah. what you have and going in other areas is so yeah. good. Mm, like yeah. I just feel like every time I start it up I always find something new to do. Mm-hmm. Which is really nice and satisfying.
0: Personally I'm not even as much excited about this game as the next one, because mm-hmm. if they if they take this concept and elaborate on it and improve everything, it's going to be something mm-hmm. truly
2: special. So. Nice. I mean, what would probably be really interesting is if um, if perhaps the sequel to Majora's Mask was kind, kind of had, was this big, wide-open world where you're basically are like exploring, trying to find Na'vi, but it's in a giant, open world that encourages that kind of exploration. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe with some randomization in there. Basically, like, make it even more like Skyrim in terms of, like, the story stuff, but still have that exploration thing. Well, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't work, but I think it could be really fun.
1: Well, you know what we might see come out of this? Um, they did announce that they are working on a fourth Metroid Prime. Right. right? Mm, mm, mm. How ago,
3: <laughs> well, I think a Metroid game da, 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 taking da. some of what they've
1: learned here with uh, Breath of the Wild might be very interesting. Yeah. I agree. No, I open world Samus shooting thing sounds great.
0: Awesome. All right. With that in mind, check us out at threeheadedboy.com. Uh you can check us out on our Vidme channel vid.me/threeheadedboy mm-hmm. Three or boy. on our YouTube channel at youtube.com/threeheadedboy. You guessed it.
1: We recommend uh, vidme Yep. You can
0: also, yeah. You can also check out the spoiler cast on iTunes and Stitcher, those podcasting channels, if you prefer to consume it that way. As we are on episode fifty and still going strong. Woo! Thanks to, yeah,
3: woo! Woo!
0: thanks to everybody here in the cast who shared a beer with with me tonight and and delivered this riveting, uh, riveting podcast. And we'll we'll talk to you soon. i that.
1: Goodbye. <laughs> now the